Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Liam. And I'm Ollie. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Just so you know, the purpose of the podcast is just for us all to learn about a few new topics. We just thought that it'd be pretty cool if we could learn enough about a certain subject to be able to hold a conversation with anyone about anything. Exactly. And we think this can be a really useful skill to learn and it can apply to all aspects of your day-to-day life, be that at the pub with your friends, possibly during a job interview or even speaking with the future mother-in-law. In the podcast, we'll cover a wide range of topics and we'll hopefully introduce you to new topics, books or concepts that we think you'll find useful to learn. Yep, and uh, you know, just so everybody knows, we're not experts in any of the subjects or topics that we cover. We've just given ourselves one week to go away, research, do some reading, watch some videos, learn about the topic. Um, we've done all the hard work and we're going to just try and share with you what we think is the most useful information. Definitely. I'm looking forward to it. Like we said, if we can just help a few people learn more about the topics we cover and then them be confident to be able to talk about them, that would be amazing. Yeah, man. Sounds good for me. Let's share some knowledge. <laughs> this week, we will be discussing casinos and why the house always wins. So then, casinos, why does the house always win? Liam, we started researching this topic a week ago because we give ourselves a week to look into it. Um, What were your thoughts, though, before you started to research the topic? Well, I love casinos. I love Las Vegas. I've been five times, I think. I actually got married there. You were with me there. We've been been a couple of times. You know, I I teach maths. I've said that before. Um, I, I always knew it was something to do with maths, probability, statistics. I always knew... Um, the odds are in the the houses, the casino's favor, if you like. Um, but the more I researched it, the more rabbit holes I ended up going down about like psychology and things. And I, I guess we'll talk about that in a bit. But yeah, to begin with, I just thought it's all about the maths. And turns out that might not necessarily be 100% the full story. Um, <laughs> what about yourself? Um, so yeah, I, I, I like them. I like casinos. I, I think they're a bit of fun. I'm, I'm not a you know big time gambler. Um, you know, I don't think I've ever had any huge wins, unfortunately. Um, I don't think I've had any huge losses. That could be wrong, but I, I don't think so. Um, but I, I, I just see them as, you know, a bit of fun somewhere where it's it's good to go, win a little bit of money. Um, my expectations aren't always too high, but it's, uh, yeah, just just a good place. I always thought that I'm walking into a losing bet, if you like, with, yeah. the, with the casinos, with it being in their favour. But that was really about it just somewhere for a bit of fun. Yeah, always start with what you're prepared to lose is what I always went with. You know, if I'm going to take some money in, then, uh, you know, be prepared to come out without it, if you like. Exactly. But shall I just explain what I actually found out about that edge? Yeah, so let's go. So so we've done our week's worth of research and, you know, there's people listening now. Um, Maybe they're on their way to a casino and, uh, you know, job is to share the, the the best, most important things we think we found. So crack on. What, what what was the first thing you found out, I guess? Why is the casino win? Yeah, definitely. And it is that house edge. So as, you know, previously thought before looking into it, in all casinos, all the games have a built-in house edge. And the house edge is the profit that they take from each bet. Um, and it varies from place to place when I was looking into it and from the different games. So if you have a lottery type game, such as Keno or slots, 
they have the worst odds. So playing the, the fruit machines, the slot machines, and they can have a house advantage getting up to around 35%. But then there are other games that the casino has where there are better odds, such as card games or dice games. And for example, Blackjack only has a house advantage of around 1% to 2% for skilled players, but a house advantage of around 20% for unskilled players. Whereas craps, that can be as low as 1% for skilled players and around 16% for unskilled players. So what it's saying there really is on that blackjack, even if you played the perfect hands, you knew what was coming out and you were, were making like the mathematical right moves, you would still end up being one or 2% out of favor compared to the, the casino. Does that make sense? Yep. And they, and they know that there are so many bets made there is so much money wagered over time that that 1% adds up to absolutely boatloads of money. Is you that, know, it sounds really little. Is that the law of large numbers? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so we're into maths now. This is exactly, you know, this is my wheelhouse, if you like. So large <laughs> number theory. Um, it's basically, essentially, that if you conduct an experiment a massive number of times, the results will get closer and closer to what you expect them to be. Now, a dead simple example of that is flicking a coin. Um, if you flicked a coin 10 times, you would expect five heads. Now, you pick up a coin now and flip it 10 times, you're unlikely to get five heads, you know. But that doesn't mean the coin is biased in any way. If you flipped it 100 times or 1,000 times or a million times, you will find that that number gets closer and closer and closer to half. Okay. It gets so close yep. that it doesn't matter anymore. You know, you might flip it a million times and get 499,912 heads, but that is yes. so close to being 50% that, that it doesn't make any difference. And that, and the casino know that. They have so many bets happening that it doesn't matter if you, you know, you might walk in and win 30 quid at blackjack, but there are so many other people that don't. Yep. They, it all adds up eventually to such a vast number that they know they're going to take their 1%. Or, so that, um, so they, they just know that they're, they're using that mathematical law of large numbers that with so many bets taking place, the probability will fall like naturally where it should do. Yeah. Um, okay. And then where I was talking at the start, I don't know if you can maybe just shed a little bit more light on the, the house edge and just like some of the, because uh, like the, there must be math that goes behind the house edge as well. Right. Yeah. There. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's particularly complicated. Okay. Some, some okay. of the, the ways to calculate house edge is pretty complicated in some of them. And, you know, as I was thinking it, I was like, well, I'll have a go at explaining some of this to the people listening, but it's pretty hard. So I've gone with roulette. I'll have a go at explaining one of them. Um, okay. and, uh, hope that this makes some sense. We'll go with roulette because it's, everybody knows how roulette works. So there are 36 numbers on a roulette wheel, one to 36. Normally there's a zero and a double zero. Okay, particularly if you're in America, sometimes okay. only a single zero, but a lot of the times it's double zero. So that's 38 numbers. Mm -hmm. So the, the actual, the true odds of you winning are 38 to one because there's 38 numbers and you're betting on them. Um, but the casino will only pay you 35 to one. Yes. So instead of 38, they're paying you 35. That means they'll give you 35 times your bet plus your bet back. So if we make this really simple, let's just say, for example, you were betting on a single number on a roulette table over and over again, and you were just putting a quid down or a dollar 23. down. 23. 23 every time. 14, all the way. Okay. <laughs> so you're putting a pound down over and over again, right? Or a dollar or whatever. In 38 spins, you would expect to win once. That's what the probabilities would be. You would win once out of 38. Yep. Now, to, to do 38 spins, you've paid 38 pounds. 
You've won one time and the casino are going to give you back 36 Mm because they're going to give you back 35 plus your bet. Yep. So in those 38 spins, you've paid $38, but you've only got back $36 and the casino has kept two of your dollars. That $2 out of your $38 is the house edge, which is approximately, it's just a little bit more than 5%. It's about 5.3%. So that's their, that's their, um, that's their house edge on roulette. And they know that over time, they will keep 5% of every wager that is ever waged on the roulette wheels. Wow. Yeah. Now, that, you know, that, that is, um, yeah, that's, that's so interesting. So they, they just know that that's the case. Yeah. But, you know, there is a common misconception is, you know, if you go to a casino, you change up $100 or 100 pounds, um, you're going to lose 5% of that and you're going to walk away with 95 pounds. That's not true. What is true is you will lose 5% of all of the bets you make over the whatever hour you're sitting there. So if you're sitting at the roulette table for an hour and you've made a total of a thousand pounds worth of bets, cause you win a bit, you lose a bit, you win a bit, you lose yep. a bit, but you're, you've bet a thousand pounds. They will take 5% of that. So they would take 50 pounds and then you'll change up. You've been sitting at the table for an hour. You change up. You're right. I'm going to go and play something else. Oh, I've only got 50 pounds left because actually they've taken 5% of all your bets. And, you know, some people think that that means they've taken 50%, but it's not quite like that, but okay. Hopefully that makes some sense. So obviously that's that, you know, um, like you said, it does require everybody to play perfectly for these edges to be as they are, but the casino knows if they can get you to play not perfectly, they're going to win a bit more money. And they also know if they're going to take 5% of everything, how can they keep people at a roulette table? How can they keep people playing blackjack? Because if they're only taking 1%, sometimes I read as low as a half a percent. If they're only taking half a percent of all bets on a blackjack table, what is it a casino does to make you stay sitting in that chair gambling? And this is where you go into a massive rabbit hole. Yes. Yeah, completely. Like It suddenly turns into psychology. (laughs) And... And this is, this is where it, you know, it's like when I was researching it, it's like one minute ago I was reading about maths and the next minute I'm talking about psychology. So I don't know. Do you agree? Yeah, completely. So I, when, when I got into it, um, there was so much more around the, the, the psychology and if you like some of the, the tricks that were employed by the, the casinos and just really realizing that there are hundreds of scientific papers and experiments that have been carried out around all sorts of gambling and human behavioral reasons and the casinos take that information and then use it to their exam- advantage to keep us gambling yeah um and so it was pretty crazy to figure out from the reading that i'd done and understanding the experiments that each and every part of the casino is designed to maximize us spending money um and there's there's all sorts of studies in 2010 the study in the Journal of Mental Health and Addiction found that both bright lights and music create increased arousal effects. Then there was another study around um, in the Journal of Neuroscience that found that the brains of rats, that arousal then leads to increased dopamine reception, which dopamine is when we get the powerful chemicals in our heads. So we're all happy. We're seeing these lights. Yeah. And basically that's just meaning at a very basic level that when we feel good, we gamble more we spend more, the casino wins more. And that's just like scratching the surface. Like gambling is such a complex psychological phenomena. And there's something about humans where it's really exciting just to wager some money um, with the chance of maybe having a winning outcome for not doing very, very much. 
to win that money, which keeps yeah. us drawn in. Yeah. But yeah. So if you like, you know, once you are winning, we can walk away at any point, but it's not as easy as that. I don't know. Do you want to like pick out some of the things you found that casinos do? Yeah. It's just mental. It's some of the things just you would not believe is a thing like the carpets in a casino, <laughs> the carpets are designed to keep you awake. because the carpets and you'll know this they are so garish and bright and just every color you've ever seen in some weird pattern that goes on forever but the reason is you know as you're feeling sleepy and you're starting to worry about maybe i should go to bed and you look down like whoa i'm wide awake again yeah Yeah, let's keep going like who even thinks about that yeah completely completely and you, and you can't fight it you know that's psychological <laughs> then there's there's some other things that i guess that are, are maybe more well known because i that's that was one i certainly didn't know maybe one that's more well well known is around there being no clocks and no windows in yeah casinos. heard that heard that. So that if you if you don't wear a watch or you don't have your phone that you'll struggle to find what the time is when you're on the casino floor um and it's it's because well regardless of whatever time of day or night it is whether it's 3 a.m or 3 p.m casinos are designed to purposely look the same and the atmosphere is unchanging and that just means that you'll then have no reason to leave the gambling table until you know you're not in a hurry to leave then if you don't know what the time is or you don't know um yeah what what if it's suddenly sunset or sunrise (laughs) you're going to be staying in there totally agree you know, me and my wife on, you know, got married, went out a few drinks, had, to, you know, we, you were there, had some meal, you know, whatever. And then it's 2 a.m. and it looks the same as it did at 2 p.m. or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. And all the doors, all the doors have, uh, they're like blacked out. So there's no yeah. light. And then, but there's like three doors to get out. So the light never floods in. So you open one and you go into like a little, I don't know, like an ante room or whatever it would be called. And then it opens to the outside, but it means that the people inside never see light. Yes. Yeah, 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 not, exactly. Um, I'll t- I tell you one, <clears throat> one that I, I find to be true and is true for a reason. They are a maze. They design, <laughs> aren't they? Aren't exactly. casinos? Aren't casinos? They're just, they, they do it on purpose. You know, you read about it and I'm like, oh yeah, I believe that to be true. They put the ATMs, the toilets, the cash machine, the cash out people, they just put them in the middle of, you've got no idea where they are. There's no maps. But what it does is it makes you walk around the, the casino and you walk past the fruit machines and you walk past the, the blackjack and you walk past, there's all this noise going off and you're like, oh, what's that over there? I better go yeah. and have a little look. And you just, oh, I just drop $10 here quickly and have a, you know. Exactly. They do it on purpose. I remember going to, um, we were in an MGM Grand and we were trying to find the swimming pool. And it must have taken us 10 minutes to walk through the casino floor to get to the <laughs> swimming pool because there's no, you know, there's no signs up. And the signs that are there are tiny. Yeah, it's it's labyrinth. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that. It's it's like their um, it's like their last ditch attempt. If you're trying to find the 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 cashier to cash out, the last dip, ditched attempt that you might just put some more money back into the machines yeah. on your way to try and find it. Yeah, no, I like what they that. do as well. When they pay you out of fruit machines, they don't give you cash. You know, that's a common. I don't know, maybe a misconception that it goes ching 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 ching. That doesn't really happen anymore. You get a little slip with your money yes. on. And because that isn't money, because it's a piece of paper and it just says the casino owes you $12 or whatever, psychologically, it's easier to stick that back into another machine because you can just feed that slip straight back into the next machine you walk past. So, because you haven't got $10 in your hand, you've got a piece of paper. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's not, if it's not real money, then it doesn't seem like it's, um, yeah, you're actually losing anything if you've, if you've not got real money. Similar to what you were just saying there, 
one of the ones um, with the the ching 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 noise that comes out. It's just around those bright lights and those pleasing sounds that come around, and that can, casinos they're just like a, a symphony of non-stop lights and color. Like wherever you're looking, there's like flashing shot uh, slot machines, and there's you know upbeat captive music that's going on and it boosts your mood or it, yeah. it makes you feel more excited and yeah, hope you see you somebody win. else winning so when you see somebody else winning it's like i want a piece of that pie you know they've only won they've only won ten dollars but the machine makes it sound like they've won about a million so you know exactly oh i need a piece of that action and that was that's that's one of the other things that they do is with the casinos is that if somebody has won they make sure that the people around are aware that yeah. there has been a big win yeah and then the psychology behind it is you're thinking well if they've won, surely it could be me. That could be the next yeah. person. So there'll be the lights and the sirens. There'll be attendants that will come over and they'll be making sure that, you know, they, they do make something of it. I think, I remember you telling me about going into um, one of the casinos one time and you're just seeing the posters of this same guy. Were you saying that you'd, you'd seen this same guy who'd won a huge amount of money? And they yeah, yeah. Like- yeah, so so they, they promote it, don't they? So if a guy in your casino has just won a million pounds playing whatever blackjack or something he's everywhere he's on all the posters like jimmy won a million pounds here last week or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, that could be me you know these things that you just think like it's all it's a bit devon brownie isn't it it's a bit like like you don't even think it and then it's just all over the place but we've got to say one more though you know one that i am a fond of if you're playing a game in a casino they will always give you free drinks <laughs> they will always just whatever you want you can have whatever you want. And maybe you've got to tip them $1, but you triple Jack Daniels and Coke, not a problem. Because they know, you know, if you're drunk, you're not playing blackjack properly because you're starting to be a bit like, split yes. that, shoot me, hit me, whatever. And, and they know that ups their edge. So, so you know, I wasn't betting big, but so it didn't affect me. But So the, the, so the, the psychology there is that the, the alcohol lowers your inhibitions, it raises your expectations and your ability of thinking that you'll be able to to win. And so they know, yeah, alcohol is a, is a great thing to, to ply you with. I remember when we were over there as a group, um, it, yeah, it made me laugh. One of, the, one of the girls came over once they'd finished playing a game of roulette. I just asked them, like, how's it, how's it going? They said, oh, you know, amazing. I've just had three free cocktails brought over to me. I just had to tip them a dollar for it. It was amazing. I was like, nice. How much did you win then? Um, well, I lost $50 playing ah, roulette. Yeah, most like, expensive ah. cocktails they ever did buy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so do you still feel like they're free cocktails? Yeah. Which is like, I oh, damn. One last one. This is right, the last one on my list, though. I do feel like the casinos themselves are a draw. So if you've not been, the casinos have got zoos in them, aquariums in them every shopping you could ever imagine in them, five-star spa facilities, swimming pools, Michelin-starred restaurants, nightclubs, you know, DJs, best nightclubs, best DJs. Like, they're designed to keep you there. You don't need to leave ever. <laughs> so as long as you're in the building, you, they know you're gambling yeah. and they're taking your money. Like you said, you know, oh, this is a five-star spa. should be costing me 200 pounds a session or whatever. I've just lost 300 pounds on blackjack though. So... <laughs> So who's winning that, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think um, just um, there, there were a couple couple more on my list that I thought were quite interesting. And it's going back to, to 
what you were saying at the beginning with the house edge, but just, you know, another term that, that they give it is losses disguised as wins, which okay. is when you're playing on your slot machines, you're, you're putting in X amount. So for example, so if you're doing two pound a spin, it spins and you win one pound 50, all the game lights go off. So it lets you know that you've, you're winning and there's all the sound effects and like your money yeah chinks up again, chop, 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 chop. And before you know it, it's respun again, but you've actually lost 50p from doing that spin. But because yeah. it's so quick and all the, the noise and the, the lights that are going off on the screen in front of you, you don't properly comprehend that you've lost when you know, it's a loss to sight, just disguised as a win, um, which is pretty nuts. And then there was, there was another one around that <clears throat> there's an illusion of control. Did you yeah, I read this. come across this one? I read this. It's like... Because you've got the dice that you roll at craps or because you hold cards at certain times or because you pull the lever on the fruit machine or anything like that, psychologically, you think it's all you and you're, you're the boss, basically, right? Is yeah, that, that was it. And, yeah, that uh, was it. And they know, you know, they know that you rolling the dice makes no difference whether they roll the dice. But you know, if, if you feel better about rolling the dice to, to lose some money, then, then they're going to let you roll the dice. Definitely. Um, there, was, just, there, there was some interesting, again, some experiments in that. There is... There's like the godfather I read about this psychologist called Alan Langer, and he's responsible for loads of experiments around how people behave when they're gambling and this sense of control and how they think that they can have some belief or effect on completely random events that are taking place. Yeah. Um, and it was saying that when people are playing craps, that if people need to have a high number, then they throw the dice harder. And if uh. you want to get a low number to win, you throw the dice a lot softer and it's just our, our brain just confuses like rolling the dice with giving you the number that you want. And so you'll be annoyed and you think, ah, oh, I could have beaten the house. I could have yeah. won if I just rolled it a bit harder and got that higher number. And so, yeah, it puts that sense of control on you when it's a complete made up fallacy that it's just rolling of the dice. Doesn't matter if you throw them hard or soft, <laughs> it's still going to come yeah, out. That, that's a bit number. like what I found out about like, um, like roulette, oh, it's been eight reds in a row. It absolutely must be red. It must be black next time because it's been eight reds. The roulette wheel doesn't remember how many reds there's been. <laughs> yeah. It's not got a brain. It's still the same chance the next time. You know, you, you walk around. I've done it as well. You walk around and it tells you what all the colours have been on the roulette wheel for the last 10 goes. You see eight reds. Right, I'm going to put all my money on black. Must be black next. <laughs> the roulette wheel's got no idea. It don't remember nothing. Yeah. It has is, it is no memory of the gambling that, is, uh, that has taken place at all. But, so um, it's so so many crazy things. At one one final one for me, Stace. Uh, um, this was so we've we've talked about you know the lights that are going off and the noises and the sounds that are all coming out. Did you read anything about the aromas that are put into casinos? I, I did read. I did read. There's a there's um I don't know maybe a myth that they pump the casino full of oxygen. That is a myth. But, yep. But since turned into more more they keep it fresh. They they they've just got really good air conditioning and ventilation so it goes a little bit beyond that so you'd expect casinos to be smelling of like alcohol and it's like carpets that would be like you know smelling smelling manky there'd be cigarette smoke and it'd all be a little bit stale but what they what they realized is that there's um if they affect another one of our senses the smell and if they pump in nice aromas then that makes people gamble more yeah. And it's partly because, well, what, what they do is they're, they're like, this, there's a company called Aromasis 
And it's big money that aromacists get paid to make these individual scents for different casinos. Okay. Um, and it, it originally started at the Mirage in 1991, and then it's now everywhere. So every, everywhere's got it. But what, what they realized is that smell has a weird, powerful connection with like quick access to your memory. Okay. And emotions, which is it, it makes complete sense. And they realized this and they capitalized on it. Because if you think, if you, I don't know, if you um smell, if you smell something horrible, like you think, oh my God, that smells like a bin or smells like the sewers, yeah. and it just evokes bad memories for you. Yeah, yeah. If you Whereas smell something nice, if you it walk into you a house nice. and there's like fresh bread that's just been baked or <clears throat> like bacon or something that you're smelling, you'll be like, ah, oh, yeah, that like takes me back to a happy time of, you know, I love bacon. Mm. It's such a nice smell mm. or whatever. But what, what they do is they, um, they, they, they come up with these aromas and these smells that they know people will like. Um, and then they, they, they spend loads of money putting them in the air vents of the hotels. And what they even do is they then sell those aromas as well. So wow. if you then wanted to buy the smell of the wind ah. or like the mirage or whatever it is, you go home, you then spray it around, you have the candles going, you then remember happy thoughts about when you were at the casino yeah, and, and then it back. makes you go back and like, yeah, yeah. they've got you again. Like they just yeah. continually get you. Double bubble. <laughs> yeah. That's decent. Right. <clears throat> do so, you want to know any of them, Stace? What the smells? Yeah. Have they got names? Yeah. Go on then, hit me. <laughs> so at the Mirage, they've got tropical cocoa mango. Oh, lovely. Mandalay Bay, coconut spice. And the win is Asian lily. Oh, get me some of those then next time I go. <laughs> get my senses going. Right. Um, I think it's time. We need some sort of um, sound effect or something. So if we ever come up with it, we'll do it. It's time for the... Nugget of information, nugget of information. <laughs> well, yeah, if we call it the golden nugget this week. The golden nugget this week, yeah, yeah. Yeah, rather than so, a fact. So a little fact, if you like, something that can just start a conversation. Um, you know, we got something about casinos and why they win. Uh, somebody's listening to this. Maybe they're driving to a casino right now. What might a little fact be? Um, you want to go first? Yeah, Got sure. a little fact? Go on then. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my, mine was around the, the, the construction costs. For the win in Las Vegas was $2.7 billion, which is a serious amount of money. Astronomical. But not only um, not only was it the most expensive casino that was built in the world, it is also the largest privately funded construction project in the USA. Wow. So they but you've got to think, you know, so the win cost $2.7 billion, most expensive casino ever when it was yep. built. Yep. But I'm guessing that they were pretty confident they were going to make that money back somehow. So they weren't too worried about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just on that fact, um, on average, the biggest casinos in Vegas, I meant to say this earlier, the biggest casinos make upwards of $2 million a day, $700 million a year. So 2.7 million, it's not going to take them many years and they've paid it off, you know? And that, that, that wasn't all on gaming either, was it? No, 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 only, uh, yeah, well, I can't believe we've not said this. Only about a third of the money, about 34% of the money that casinos make um, comes from gaming. Like the rest is from rooms, restaurants, um, drinks, you know, all the shopping, all the, everything else, everything so the, else. So. so the casino really does always win, right? Yeah, they win at everything. What, what do we mean by winning? Do we mean winning <laughs> at gambling or winning at everything? Because they make an absolute boatload of money. How about you, um, Stace? Right. What was your fact? Dead easy, all right? If you're about to go to a casino and you're going to play blackjack, just go right back to the start talking about House Edge. 
Blackjack, when you play blackjack, the odds of you getting um, the the um, the prize or what they pay you for getting a blackjack is different in different casinos. Sometimes it's three to two, which is good. Okay. Which means you bet $2, they give you $3 as your price. But sometimes a casino will go six to five. So that means you've got to bet $5, they give you six if you get a blackjack. Or you Say, that again. Say that again right. to me. So if they pay you six to five, yep. that means for every $5 you've bet, they will give you $6 back if you get a blackjack. Got it. So if you bet $10, they give you 12. Um, now it's either normally six to five or three to two. But if you see a blackjack table that is at six to five, the house edge on that table has tripled. So the casino has three times as much chance of winning your money wow. than they did on a three to two table. So if you see a three to two table, six to five table, go three to two, ignore the six to five table, walk past it. The house edge is much, much higher than it needs to be. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, a very interesting week that most. Well, yeah. What were you, what, what, what are your thoughts afterwards? Like, well, what, so I've once, decided casino. Researched it. So all it is casinos win because it's a, it's a perfect mashup of maths, probabilities, statistics, you know, all those sorts of things and psychology. Like you're going to lose because the stats tell you you're going to lose and you're going to play because the psychology tells you that you're going to play. And the casinos take both those things and just clean you out basically. <laughs> casinos aren't built on they're not built on losers these casinos have got rivers running through them and zoos inside them and things (laughs) it's not a bunch of losers making them (laughs) yeah exactly i don't think i can um i don't think i can uh, elaborate on that anymore yeah completely the summary of it it was just crazy as i said at the start to know that all of your senses are impacted and every part of a casino is designed to keep you gambling longer even when the odds are already in the casino's favor. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, nice one. All right. On to, ne- on to the next one, on to the next topic. We've got a week. Let's uh, get to learning that. Sounds good. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to Two Guys, One Topic. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. If you have any suggestions or things that you would have liked us to go into more detail on the topic or complete other areas about why casinos always win, let us know. So you can contact us on the usual social channels. You can get us on Twitter and Instagram at two guys, one topic. That's at two guys, one topic. If you have any topics you'd like us to cover in the future, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much for listening.